Welcome to Time Bandits. Time Bandits is the podcast where every episode we go back in time 40 years to the year 1980 to talk about a movie and some music from that year. My name is Greg Legro and I'm talking to Dan Gorman. What's the score, babe? The score is four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm also talking to Casey Lyons. What's the score, babe? Life is a meaningless void. <laughs> Winner. <laughs> yes. What's going on? You remember, do you remember last week? Vaguely. Yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah, what's going on. Seems I, I can't decide whether time is rocketing by or going so slowly or somehow both at the exact same time. Well, when I realized that I've been off of work for like six weeks now or something, I don't even know what the date is. Yeah, like six fucking weeks. I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. April's um, over somehow? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so in some ways fast? I don't know. So one, last week I was like, wow, that week went by quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Got to the weekend and, uh, you know. Uh, if you want some fun, follow the account on Twitter, Progress Bar. Um, and it tells you every day what percentage of the year is complete. And <laughs> we're 32% year through 2020. Wow. Fucking what? That sounds great if you are waiting to die. <laughs> like if you're just sitting waiting to fucking die, <laughs> then that's uh, that's going to get it done. Should we jump jump right into the stuff that we've been doing in, in yeah. the current year? What's, before uh, we... what's hot in 2020? Yeah, before we go back in time. I'll do mine quick. I recently did one on an episode prior about a YouTube channel, and I'm going to do another YouTube channel. Um, So there is a YouTuber named Brutal Moose. He is a guy who used to play a lot of video games, and he did a lot of different types of content on YouTube. He did a lot of series of uh, (laughs) eating and reviewing microwavable meals. (laughs) (laughs) which is really amusing to me (laughs) and you'd like eat the most like gross hungry man ones or like the banquet beef things and be like what's going on here uh but what's going on here i'm pretty sure that's the best review of uh, hungry man dinner yeah what's going on here so he in 2020 has been focusing almost exclusively on these episodes called mystery tapes, where he has a box of VHS tapes that have some have labels, some have no right. labels, and he just watches them and then presents you about a half hour of kind of his commentary and jokes on the commercials or, you know, the the soap operas or whatever's on them. And it's kind of just a funny trip back in time. You'll see you'll see commercials that you remember, you know, vividly, but have forgotten entirely until just this moment or just like weird things will pop up. And it's just it's been very amusing. They come out kind of once a month um, and I'm wishing they came out more because every time they come out, I, I am very amused for about 32 minutes. So <laughs> go check out Brutal Moose. I think those videos are really great. Nice. <laughs> Nice. My my thing here in 2020, uh, i.e. the only thing that I've watched this week, um, was uh, the movie Flight of the Navigator from 1986. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have not seen that since I was, I don't know, 10? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, 
It's uh, 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 like I, I said, a uh, full disclosure to the listener, um, I did tell you guys about it prior. Um, and, and I'd said, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where I don't know if I like I loved it. It was great. But I don't know if it's because I was mm. just revisiting my childhood. Yeah. Um, but uh, but gosh, it's a lot of fun. And it's, you know, it's pre pre well it's not pre peewee but it's uh pre you know big explosion of of everybody knowing who peewee is uh paul rubens and um uh yeah just a lot of fun how are the visual effects i remember them being great fucking great yeah okay <laughs> Like, I mean, you know, for 1986 or whatever, like, it's, uh, th- there was a lot of times where I was like, this looks fantastic. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did a rewatch of The Explorers not too long ago, and I kind of always had those two lumped together in my mind as a child, I guess. Explorers is still good. It was a good quality movie. That's one that, that I, I, I don't know how, but I never heard of until, Dan, didn't you have a poster of it? Yeah. Yeah, until I saw Dan's poster, I was like, oh, this, looks, n- this looks nice. <laughs> yeah, ne- I had never oh. even heard of it. It's great. Yeah, it's good. You know that it was, like, not finished when they when they released yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably finish the movie. Yeah. Good enough. Kids are idiots. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, like, mostly done, and they probably still wanted to do some work on the cut, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. could still see you could still see Trudy Dench's wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix are fucking great in it, and uh, yeah, the effects look good. It's super fun. Uh, it just it feels like it's you know it's that time period. It's that sort of like mid eighties Spielbergy kind of vibe. It's, it's it's a good time. Yeah, I'm of I'm of the mind that if you watched Flight of the Navigator and loved it and are thinking is it nostalgia or is it a good or bad movie i think i think it's a good movie <laughs> you watched it and loved it <laughs> yeah yeah i i watched it i had a great time uh, i was like hey you know because i downloaded it and myos was like hey you know this is from your childhood let's show it to the kids and then uh, uh and then they could not have been less interested <laughs> But uh, but I had a good time. Oh, kids right. these days. Yeah. I had a good time pretending I was sharing this with my kids. <laughs> um, well, I jumped back into a franchise that uh, we've enjoyed in the past. I dove into Angel Has Fallen. Ooh. They're in film in the oh. Things Have Fallen series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Adventures of Mike Banning. Yeah. yeah, Gerard Butler. Who did Gerard Butler call gay in this one? <laughs> um, nothing slipped like that. But so uh, these movies, Olympus has fallen, London has fallen. I love them. Me too. I they fucking love them. Are a good time. They're really dumb, and they go. They're out of control. <laughs> Nothing like Melissa Leo doing the Pledges of Allegiance while she's being dragged by her hair down the hallway. By yeah, her hair. Like, what is happening? Um, the total chaos of the assault on the White House is amazing. And I don't even remember what the story is in London Has Fallen. I just remember all of the action being like, wow! Yeah. <laughs> it's basically what it is, is uh, um, Gerard Butler goes to London and shoots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not just that. Anytime anything happens, he goes, fuck. <laughs> 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 I saw that 
that's his catchphrase is just fuck, fuck. <laughs> amazing I'm so shooting I, a fucking gun right now <laughs> or slowly stabbing that's his other thing real slow stab um, he's the best so I was pretty stoked to watch this um, and let me tell you this movie sucks. <laughs> uh, this movie is boring. Um, uh, no. And, and it's, it spends all this time at the beginning where Mike Banning, after all these adventures, is just too many concussions and he's got he's got problems. You know, he's he, he's, on, he's hooked on painkillers. And I'm like, the last series that needs to be grounded with reality is this fucking one. I don't need any fucking humanity. I don't yeah. like him. <laughs> yeah, he's not interesting. <laughs> I don't need layers out of this fucking guy. That that sucks so bad. And it's a testament to the first two movies that you said, uh, this movie sucks. And I was still... I was still like, but was it good? <laughs> the other thing that's problematic with this one is the action um, is not good in this movie. Damn. Uh, there's a lot of it. Like, there's a lot of shooting and things going on. But it's just like a lot. It's, I feel like I'm watching someone play uh, a, like a, a fucking shooter video game. Like, mm. there's nothing interesting about it. It's like, yep, he's shooting that guy. Now that guy's getting shot by him. Yeah. Like, there's no and there's no slow stabbies. Damn, you know, there wasn't That's a any signature great move. combat. I think it's because maybe he's out of shape. I have no idea. Um, but I, one thing that did delight me was the second, because it takes a while for some fucking action to happen. Then the second it does, he goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, fuck, because things are happening. I'm going to say at least eight times in this movie, <laughs> which was splendid. <laughs> he's the laziest special agent. <laughs> just nothing. No creep. Creative kill good lines, just fuck. I gotta fucking fuck. protect who now? <laughs> fuck. Fuck. And then they do a hard target where, like, he's on the run, so he goes and finds his estranged dad in the woods, and it's Nick Nolte. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 19, People Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year, 1990 something, Nick Nolte. <laughs> Very weird. Um, and so he's living, he lives off the grid, although he's extremely easy to find. Um, and he's out in the middle of nowhere in the woods. And so all the bad guys come to get Gerard Butler. And he, his dad's like, watch, they just come with me. And he, he's got the bombs set up. And he's got like a circle of bombs that are only where people are. <laughs> I mean, it's like the explosions are chasing the bad guys. It's really, really stupid. <laughs> and uh, of course, they patch up their relationship, but he's going to try to be a good dad now. And um, <laughs> so the thing is going on is like the, these bad guys want to. <laughs> I hope that was a line. Hey, I'm going to try to be a good dad now. <laughs> Fuck. Basically, fuck. 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 Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm... He's, he's dense Freddy Krueger. I think um, so. So, uh, the bad guys are in cahoots. This is time. This is a lot of spoilers. They're in cahoots with the vice president to kill the president, who's Morgan Freeman. And, uh... Not cahoots. Wait, I thought the president was uh, the other guy. No, he's gone. He's not the president anymore. He's finished his time. Yeah, uh, Casey. But, and Morgan Freeman was Speaker of the House uh, when Aaron Eckhart was president. 
Now gotcha. he's president. So, but I thought he was the president in that other one. Who? Aaron Jamie Foxx is the president in White House Down, which is the Roland Emmerich one. And Jamie Foxx is the president? Yes. I gotta and see that. London has is fallen. Oh, I am unsure of the validity of whether or not Morgan Freeman is no, Morgan Freeman is vice president in in the second movie, London has fallen. Okay. And then now in the third movie, he's, he's president. president. He's just moving up. So Tim Blake Nelson is the vice president, and he's working with Danny Houston and his little team of like uh, they they he's like got a privatized security team. They want him. They want to frame Mike Banning so and kill the president, so Tim Blake Nelson can become president, and then Danny Houston's security team can now be the new Secret Service. He goes to take his privatized business into government. Blah blah blah. Anyway, it all goes to shit, <clears throat> and the FBI catches on to Danny Houston, and so he kills the FBI agents that came to see him, and then he's like, "All right, I'm pulling the plug on this. We're going international. We're leaving now." And he's like, "But first, but but the president dies tonight." So now at the end of the movie, the climax is like he's just killing the president just because now. <laughs> Because they, they failed to do it at the very beginning of the movie. And now it's just like everything he's been outed and all this shit. He's like, well, let's just go fucking kill him. Fuck him. <laughs> we, we, we bought all these guns. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. guns. You know, I love to kill this guy. I've been dying to. And it's, so it's really weird. And, all, and while everything's happening, I'm like, I don't know why anything is still happening. <laughs> it's very, very boring. But again, all the, the action stinks. It's just that not. That sucks. Yeah, I'm like I'm just like watch, just watch somebody play Call of Duty. I'll have a better time. <laughs> just and, you know, they probably, they'll probably say fuck just as much. Damn. Yeah, because the action is what. Yeah, the action's kind of what those like. I mean, the tone and the crazy over the top the yeah. elements of yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. you you gotta have like at least some interesting things. Yeah, it's silly script writing, all that fun stuff is gone. You know, the crazy over the top moments. But and you know, and from a, just a straight up action point of view, the 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 siege on the White House in Olympus has fallen is fucking dynamite. It's <laughs> great. It's loud. I saw it in the theater, and I was like, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> You're gonna hurt somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a whole part in London has fallen when the, the all the streets of London, ever the whole population of London has a gun and is shooting at him, <laughs> yeah. and he's just shooting everybody in the face oh, one by yeah. one. So good, and he's yeah. sick of it. Yeah. yeah, fuck. Thumbs down for Angel has fallen. Yeah, yeah. Thumbs yeah. up for Fly the Navigator. Thumbs up for Brutal Moose. That's uh, what we're doing. How are we getting back in time? Um, how about in the TARDIS? Okay. Yeah. Sounds it, good to me. It's nice. It's very roomy. Get in the right. TARDIS. Okay. Get out of my TARDIS. All right. Yeah, I'm leaving. Here. <laughs> we are here. We did it. Yeah. February 1980. <laughs> I always make somebody bark. Somebody's yeah. kind of puke. <laughs> February. Yeah. Yeah. February. There's a lot what of stuff that came out this month. Oh man, could have seen uh, the fog. Mad Max. Mad Max. That's a uh, cruising. Cruising. <laughs> Three very similar movies. <laughs> we could have. Uh, we could have saw Hero at Ooh, Large. Hero at Large. Another John Ritter. Yeah. yeah. Nice trailer for that on our uh, watch party the other night. That was a good time. 
Yeah, that movie looks fantastically unwatchable. Yeah. I'm gonna for sure watch it. Yeah, Look, I, I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. I love John Ritter, but Jesus, that trailer <laughs> did, did not entice me. Yeah. Um, but we did watch. We didn't watch any of that. We did watch the Puma Man. An ancient Aztec legend tells of a god who descended to earth from the stars at the dawn of time and became the father of the first Puma Man. You are the Puma Man. Puma Man. I love yeah. that Donald Pleasance just decides, listen, everyone, it's fucking Puma Man yeah. for the rest of this film. <laughs> Loma Puma. Solid 2.3 out of 10 on IMDb. 1980s, the Puma Man. Professor Tony uh, Farms discovers that he is really Puma Man, a superhero who is descended from the gods. Um, and they've got to thwart the plans of the Cobras. Hey, work. I'm really Puma Man. Yeah, <laughs> Puma Man. Listen, the Cobra's got this fancy mask. I've got this cool belt. Somebody's got to win. Whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> because this movie sucks. Uh, another in a long line of Italian uh, also rans. Like, hey, uh, you know, Superman is popular. These things are starting to gain traction the superhero thing star wars is big like we're gonna try and do that <laughs> people love belts they like they like superman's blue and red a lot of color so why don't we get some uh brown shirt and tan pants for this guy <laughs> yeah he's uh on, let's spitball names for him uh because i like puma man but what about khaki guy uh, <laughs> has that been taken uh, yeah. <laughs> Ducker dude, yeah. <laughs> and and all like if you like Superman, but thought they put a little too much effort into uh, his costume and um, <laughs> flying effects. Watch Puma Man walk across the sky. <laughs> Had either of you seen the Mystery Science Theater no, version? No, I haven't. No. Okay. No. I will now. I've been waiting for us to do our episode, and then I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'd seen this before as Puma Man, and then also as Mystery Science Theater. So this is like the third time now I've watched this movie. Oh, dear. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I enjoy it uh, for for what it is, which is yeah. terrible and uh, kind of funny. Yeah, and it's a good uh, group watch kind exactly. of movie. People have fun. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I I enjoy that it's uh, even when you are just watching it, it's at once very kind of simple, but also hard to follow. Yeah, I was at a point where I'm like, I don't know what's happening or why anyone's doing anything. Um, but I think it's tricky because I think you're like, I'm confused. This is hard to follow <laughs> because you think there should be something going on at this point. But the, the twist is there's not. Uh, I will say this for this movie. It does have a concept that I really enjoy. Uh, the A guy who, who ends up being a good guy, the guy who helps Puma Man, yeah. um, spends the first little part of the movie 
<laughs> fucking throwing people out of windows. He's a murderer. Just, yeah. just to see, just to see if they're Puma Man. Spoiler alert: many of them are not. <laughs> first, first one or first few? Definitely first couple. Not. Yeah. yeah, just chucks him out of a window and goes, "Well, this guy ain't no puma yeah. man." And he's so discovery, so nice and charming. He's like, "I have this belt for you. I've been looking for you. I'm also the uh, uh, window murderer that everyone's talking about." Uh, he, uh, I was confused, and I was like, "It's like funny story. I murdered a bunch of people looking for you. <laughs> it's for a good cause because we have to stop all these murderers, um, <laughs> including myself." <Yeah. laughs> so. I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know if I've missed Mount Now I wasn't paying attention or if the movie's weird or it's all this wine I'm drinking. But I was I, I, he, I was pretty sure he threw people out the window. Uh, and certainly he did. That's no, really yeah, weird. it's I, I love it because they they do like world building around the idea that like somebody is murdering people by throwing them yeah. out the window. And then you find out it's like, oh, he's just trying to see if they can fly. Yeah, that's where I was trying to like, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe if it was the Cobras were. No, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it was him. I think it's our guy here is our. <laughs> this movie is very good at giving you the information that you're supposed to know in a way that you won't remember it. Because like later, <laughs> later in the movie. We were all very confused about like what exactly does Donald Pleasance want to do? Yeah. But like they they kind of don't focus on the fact that if you have this uh Pumaman um golden mask thing, that like you can make people do things. Right. So we should explain that an alien ship comes down yeah. at the be- very beginning of the movie. And is that where the Puma Puma face comes from? Yeah. Okay. It's so, like thousands of years ago the yeah. aliens came and like left this this mask after mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the the Puma man was given the mask, you right. know, to make sure that I guess don't use it to control minds. Right. Just yeah, just for keep hou- it safe. Just for household uh, <laughs> household use. But, Please but don't control then, any minds. But Donald Pleasance had the Puma mask. Yes, but that's at the so, like right. The movie opens with like I found the mask that the aliens brought down and gave yeah. to Puma Man and said, "Don't let me get the mask." And then now I have it. Right, right but <laughs> he who he who hath the Puma mask yeah. hath not the Puma powers. No, because they it's hath a, not the Puma belt. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but Puma Man didn't have right. the Puma belt, and no. he was still, still Puma, Man. Puma Man. Oh yes, he was. Yeah. So, uh, so the ma- what is the mask? Is just nice. It's just a nice mask. <laughs> no, it controls your mind, and it makes who it makes- only controls mm. your mind if you've got a paper mache version of the person's who's, head. Who's making the heads? And so quickly. I don't, um, I don't know. The but are, they are uncanny. There's these dummy heads that <clears throat> represent the people he's got under control with the Puma mask. So, I, and I kept on like thinking, does he make the masks? Uh, from the, he, judging from the look of the masks, it's Miss Jansen's third grade class who's making them. <laughs> it's like, but, or do they appear? Does the mask make them? Where did they come from? Does he yeah. even make the mask? Is it like I a voodoo doll where confused. you make the head? You like a voodoo doll, like you got to make the doll, and then you get the person, right? So you <laughs> no. make the head, and then you got to bring him in, and like, hey, look at this. And, uh, <laughs> I was very confused about those heads that show up, and even reading through the Wikipedia plot synopsis for the podcast, I was like, no mention of the heads? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. yeah. And there is no meant for it being. 
one of the more high concept thing in this dumb shit movie. There's nobody mentions it at all. Nobody even says, let's go hook something up to these heads. They just do it <laughs> and assume that you understand why those heads are there. Yeah, because like Donald Pleasance is going to get all the like heads of state and like, you know, the entire world together to uh, control their minds for reasons <laughs> yeah again i don't really know that like the end point mind control reasons. he just wants to rule the world kind of generic thing i have no idea where those heads play into no, the no, fact no no that is a mystery i i guess i don't know <laughs> also i don't care because yeah, yeah. the I, soundtrack was jamming me along and then as soon as he finally puts the belt on and takes flight I was not prepared. This is wonderful. No, yeah. Amazing. And it's always <laughs> amazing that yeah. he cannot fly properly for the entire movie. And they play the same music. He makes a little like when he takes yeah. off and it plays the same silly music every single time. Oh, joyous. And he more so like there, there are shots where he straight up is walking through the air. Yes. Uh, but then any of the rest of the time, he, he more so just sort of slouches through the air than, yeah. than flies. It's like, it's like they, there's a rope tied to his back belt loop. Yeah. And just it's hanging him by his butt and swinging him through the air. That's it, what he looks it really, like. It really looks like he draws his flying power from his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like hanging from a wire by, by his waist in a way that just the center of gravity is like his butt. And he's just sort of like rotating around flailing. <laughs> yeah. 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 For the entire movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. And and I love that there was some um, behind the scenes thing that I read where they were saying like they had all these very elaborate plans for better special effects. But the cameras or something that they were trying to use to film these effects, they couldn't get them to work <laughs> properly. And so they were like, well, we're behind schedule. So uh, put a blue screen up and hang him by his waist. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing about the end of this. What oh, is there's the music? <laughs> oh, Sorry, that's found, the music. I found the music for the movie. Nice. Continue. My my second favorite thing thing about this movie is they have one song and sometimes it's slow and sad mm -hmm. and sometimes it's upbeat and happy and it's always that theme. No, <laughs> uh, I have a question about the end of this movie. Yes. Uh, how does this movie end? I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, they go and they end up. He's trying to get the whole world to be controlled by him, and there's a force field involved. At the end, there's a helicopter, I believe, right? And yeah. there's oh, yeah. some aerial fight, and they crash the helicopter with all the cobras inside it's and really kill good. everybody. Very and they go to Stonehenge. Crash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the aliens show and, and up. The aliens come back. Yeah. And uh, window murderer is an alien, mm, and he goes yeah. like, disappears because he's done his task. Is that yeah. a twist? I assumed he was an alien. Um, I, I don't I think don't you know. know until the end. Yeah. Well, I knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he says like you know like the your future son will be the next Puma Man, and then yeah. and then Jane and Puma Man. Now is there a need yeah. for Puma Mans? Yeah. Puma Man. <laughs> Puma Man. Yeah. So they're like, I guess we better get working on that 
Puma Man Jr. Yeah, get that. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, isn't there some, like, like the last line of the movie is like, let's go bang, basically. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, that's all, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one, one bright spot of this movie, bright spot of comedy anyway, is he's got a friend who I guess is, like, a parking attendant or something who drives her, or a oh, UPS yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. Right. who drives around in a little truck that's adorable, and he, he has some fun, witty banter with this friend and then sometimes his friend just drives into a pole <laughs> and might be dead and he's yeah. like all right Jeez. i'll see you yeah. later classic steve <laughs> yeah. he jumps out of that car while it's moving too which is why steve gets into an accident uh yeah oh yeah oh sorry <laughs> i did forget to mention that yeah. he caused the accident <laughs> and then and then was like oh, fuck you steve i'm out classic pure. <laughs> yeah my one disappointment with this movie is that there's no point where he says the line, excuse me, can you show, show me to the bathroom? I got to take a poo, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on that one for a while. The the director of this movie was not happy um, and said it was the only movie that he made that he thinks of his career was like the wrong move. And <laughs> like they, I like Wait, if, every it, other thing he did was the right, absolute right move. Look at well, it. at the very least, I think <laughs> yeah. the everything else that he was working on, like turned out to some way that he could say, like, I'll, I can stand I, behind yeah. that right. as a movie. And I guess they were really going. This is another example of like when a bad movie is great is, you know, the, you know, the people behind it are really trying to do what they can. And I think they wanted to make like the Italian version of this kind of a movie. And it just sort of really did not turn out <laughs> as well as they wanted to, which directed, is a bummer. But He directed a movie called Miami Gollum that has a very busy poster that I'm interested in. Whoa, listen to this. A, a Miami TV reporter is sent to a local university to do a story on a professor who is cloning a cell from DNA found inside a meteorite. Sweet. Yes. I'm I in. already love that. <laughs> I'm on board for that. I believe Donald Pleasance also said that he regretted making this movie. Which, I mean, he's in some garbage. Or judging from his line readings, he barely made this movie. Yeah. How about the lead fella? Oh, he's only in four things. I guess he's pretty happy to boom him in. Yeah. Oh, he's in Heavenly Bodies. Hell yeah. Sure, he was in ten. I haven't seen one through nine yet. Play Bo Derek. Hello. Puma Mail. I have fun. It's a you. I think you got to watch with people. I think if I was just sitting at home watching, I'd be like, Jesus Christ. I no, that's not true because all the flying is magic. That is pure garbage movie magic. And I guess that's like most notably what what people know the movie for is the hilarious flying. Yeah. And then Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. I recall the Mystery Science Theater being pretty good. Mm-hmm. Worth a watch. Yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> is it old Mystery Science Theater? Or is no, it, it's season nine. It's Jonah Ray? No, it's not Jonah Ray. It's Mike. Yeah. It's from like 98. Uh, anyway, Mystery Science Theater is great. Puma Man sucks my butt. <laughs> <laughs> so good when Lord. you fell asleep, you didn't, you just didn't miss the ending, fell asleep? Yep, I fell asleep. I don't That's know awesome. <laughs> you missed the aliens. You missed him going home. You missed them saying they're gonna bang out yeah, well, an adventure. Let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed all that stuff anyway. Did we? Uh, what did we learn? Oh yeah. What did we learn? Thank you. I was gonna forget to do that. I learned that uh, 
Donald Pleasance looks fucking hot as shit in Donna Summer's outfits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I learned that if I'm ever mad at somebody, I can throw them out a window, and then when the cops come, I'll be like, it's okay. I was looking to find out who is the new Puma Man. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, cool. <laughs> oh, cool. Was, was he? No, he was not. No. He was no. not Puma Man. Yeah. He's dead on the ground. I learned that if somebody pitches me out of a window and then offers me a free belt, I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah, come you on. Take the belt. Put the belt on it right away. Right away, I'm going to wear it. Find out what's yeah. going on. <laughs> this guy really means it. Especially <laughs> if you need a new belt. Yeah, I might need a new belt. What, what if you need a new pair of khakis? Yeah. That belt is, has you covered. <laughs> that shirt is pretty dope, though. Like, if they had T-shirts of that shirt, I would buy that. Of the, oh, of the uh, Puma Man shirt? Of the Puma Man Wait, shirt. It's so sad. It looks like the shirt's going to cry. Yeah, he's, it's the saddest shirt. Yeah. And it, it That shirt itself, I'm pretty sure, is just a cotton <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> well, while we're in 1980, we should listen to some music, right? Yeah, what's on your mixtape? What are you playing on your boombox? <laughs> um I'll, I'll go first because mine is real short uh i picked i picked this song for a couple of reasons i picked uh the song back in black by acdc Yeah, uh, because Dan hates ACDC. <laughs> they are bad. <laughs> um, and this song, I mean, no matter how you feel about ACDC, uh, which I, I honestly, I have a real soft spot in my heart for ACDC. Um, but this song, the riffs in this song f- are fucking amazing. Like that, that signature riff, that beginning riff is so good i'm not even like listen they they nothing's really been great since back in black but i was a big 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 acdc fan when i was like 14 15 like oh come really on do it that's when thunderstruck came out yeah you can't tell me you don't <laughs> love that bullshit guitar in thunderstruck oh, fucking <laughs> wicked. i love thunderstruck uh, the thunderstruck is dynamite uh, so good and so I was really, really into ACDC and the Bon Scott stuff is better as mm-hmm. a whole than the Brian Johnson stuff because they were a more dynamic band then. Yeah. They did. There was more tempos and beats going on. Uh, I'm sitting in my basement right now and some cat has walked up to the window and is staring at me. <laughs> what are you saying about ACDC? <laughs> is he wearing little shorts and a little blazer? <laughs> yeah, 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 he's rolling around his side kicking and stuff. Uh, <laughs> that cat is all right. Just the accomplishment of what they did with having an iconic, more than iconic, lead uh, singer and, you know, explosive frontman like Bon Scott dying and then within a year putting out the Back in Black album and having it be as good as it fucking is is it's crazy and you gotta tip your hat to Brian Johnson for rolling into that and just being like here we go yeah. <laughs> how is, how is Brian Johnson's throat not exploded no and he's it's, I don't know and he, it's weird that his voice his speaking voice is so insanely low yeah <laughs> it's really weird maybe it's that hat something to do with that hat I've never seen him without it uh, but uh, that back probably in black, has something to do with that. Yeah, squeeze it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I think uh, Back in Black is an almost perfect rock and roll record. The riffs are fucking disgusting. The, the, the so production good. is great. The tone, the guitar oh, yeah. tone is so fucking it's beautiful. It's so good. Yeah, you can't, it's, it is a good time. Everything like up to that point now, there's some very questionable, very, very questionable ACTC songs lyrically. <laughs> yeah, like they only have one song about his, his balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Ride that rich vein for a while. But man, it's a good uh, time. Ew, rich vein. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> undeniably. Yeah, and so thank you for putting some fucking back in black on here. Yeah, they're they're a band that are. It's one of those things where I'm like, I get it, not for me. Enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like and I, it's I, like I love Kiss. riffs. I love riffs, but yeah, no, it's not Kiss quite garbage. Kiss. Kiss is like I I I like Kiss more than you guys. I don't like Kiss very much. No, because they because <laughs> they suck. Yeah, <laughs> anything they can't. They're not even anywhere near close to ACDC. But I get well. No, I I just in terms of like I, I get why people like Kiss like because there's like a certain image like they they're they're well marketed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then also. I will give them this. That uh, Bill and Ted song is pretty dope. Fuck yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, they uh, have like eight, ten songs that I would really, I'll fucking go to the wall for. They're good. Yeah, I like. I I I get Kiss's appeal as like a a pop band. It's like, a fun party, you know. Yeah, like you the, be a little, they have some catchy songs, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so from ACDC, I have a song. Um, how do you guys feel about Tears for Fears? I'm an enormous fan. Yeah, okay. I think uh, I don't think anybody can say anything ill about Tears yeah, for Fears. I also amazing. enjoy Tears yeah. for Fears a lot. Have you guys heard the album from 1980 by the band Graduate? This is oh, uh, Roland and Kurt's previous band. Right. No, I'm not very familiar with Graduate. Yeah. So they they put this album out in 1980. They were formed in 1978 as Graduate. Um, they're like a new wave mod revival style sort of band. Um, and they had like, they, were like they had a, a band, weren't they? Well, they, yeah, they had a hit, they had this song that like charted by, by them that was called Elvis should play ska. And it's a pretty good song. Um, I, I, they're, they're definitely not super ska, but they are, they are very, the album is called act of my age. It's, it's very varied. Um, there's some like. Costello-esque, like early Costello-esque, new wavy, herky-jerky stuff. And then there's some like power pop, very like 70s feeling like mod revival stuff. But it's all over the map. And so I'm going to pick this song called Ever Met a Day. What am I going to find there? Looking in the east and in the west or find two other just Johns. I think it's really catchy it has this like really almost out of place like flute intro thing which is like really catchy but you're kind of like what's going on here i think it's a really interesting album from um roland orzabal and kurt smith i think you can hear like where they would go later in some of these songs but yeah it's i've been listening to the album on the whole a lot lately and it's like I'd only ever really heard one or two songs. It's like, hey, this is the band before Tears for Fears. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> but it's it's a it's worth a look. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's very cool. Yeah, I didn't realize there was a whole album of stuff. 
Yeah, and it's it. on Spotify, which is handy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I fucking love me some Tears for Fears, man. My song for this mixtape is by a band called Theater of Hate. Um, their first single, Original Sin. song they were this they were previously this uk punk band called the pack and that didn't really work out and then they reformed as theater of hate and they put out a split single uh they, uh, they put out original sin with another song called um legion on it and both songs are fucking amazing um really political thoughtful stuff but it's got it's got energy and some aggression to it but it's it's got a, like a new wave push you know uh, happening too it's really really fucking cool they never do anything anywhere near as good as this first single which is a shame <laughs> um but i read about this song uh, years and years ago and then just kind of sought it out and had to buy it sort of blind i found their you know a, a compilation because they didn't really have too much they put they had one full-length album that uh i feel like somebody from the clash produced anyway it doesn't matter um and it wasn't very good but i found this compilation that it has original scent on it and i was like i'm gonna buy this blind and hope this is good after reading about it and i loved it i fell deeply in love with it there are a couple of versions of this song which is a bitch though so if you're looking for this on spotify the one we have on our we'll have on our playlist is the best one available on spotify but it is not the best version the best version is the single edit for original sin by theater of hate which is much much better because the bass is forward in the mix instead of the guitar and it just adds this layer to the melody it's way better but the one that's on is just fine it's excellent as well you'll get the fucking vibe of the song it's got a great vocal and a really weird ominous energy to it it's really really cool unfortunately they just didn't have much else in the tank but i, I kind of don't care i love them because they're these first two songs original sin and legion are just great post-punk um, political angst and it's really fucking good. Sweet. Really good. But really catchy and accessible too. Awesome. I say. Yeah. <laughs> well those are three three of many more that you can hear on the playlist, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is a good um, this is a good mixtape this yeah. week. <laughs> uh, there's good stuff going on. I got Dan's and I listened and like I like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it'll be in the show notes and on our Twitter and Facebook, Time Bandits Podcast. Yeah, it, I'm going to ruin it with some bullshit. <laughs> I will also link in the uh, the version I think is the best version of Original Sin. I found the YouTube video of it, so I will link that on our Facebook posts and shit like that, too. Wicked. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, then I guess we got to go home. Oh my god, are we back now? <laughs> uh, Wonderful. Bye. As mentioned a minute ago, go to Facebook and Twitter. Time Bandits Podcast is where you can find it. Uh, you can also check us out uh, when we're watching movies, generally on Thursday nights. Yep. We'll post a link on Facebook and Twitter so you'll see it if you follow us there. Time Bandits Podcast. Look it up. If you're listening to this, you probably know. And please fucking send us some voicemails. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. money. 
Send us or your money. money. Oh, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>